Hey everybody, welcome back to the Great and Terrible AHS. We are doing Chapter 9 of Roanoke. It is Season 6, Episode 9. It's, it's Nothing. Not a yeah, nice from nah. either of you. Unbelievable. <laughs> Getting iced in it's the intro not, with it's me. Not nice. <laughs> with me. With me are two absolute demons who don't <laughs> laugh at anything. Uh, Miss Shadow Lovely and Slow Beef. Hey gamers. Hey. <laughs> nice. What's up? It doesn't deserve a nice, and I think you know that. <laughs> it, you know it can. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode. Um, uh, yeah, I think we all agree, like, they do, a lot of movement happens physically, but not a lot of movement happens, like, narratively. And and it's the penultimate, right? This is, we're almost done with the season, you know? Oh, holy shit, you're right, there's only ten episodes in this stupid thing. Oh mm-hmm. my god, how, oh man, they really blew one, huh? Yeah, this will be a common reoccurring theme where it will be just nothing but non-stop like addition to the plot for the first eight episodes. Um, yeah. Sometimes more than others per uh, season. And then the last two episodes seem to just, or sometimes three, three, two to three episodes towards the end, um, just screech to a halt um, and do not move the plot forward narratively at all. And then usually... Um, offer a pretty unsatisfactory <laughs> finale, um, but we'll have to see for this one. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we want, you want to take you want to take us away? Yeah. Um, <sighs> what a what franchise do you think they're going to be ripping off more than usual this episode? Well. Worry not. I'll just Very tell you. Glad you specified. I'm glad you specified more than <laughs> yeah, usual. More than yeah. usual. Because they have been doing it a little bit more subtly. But this one, they were like, hey, you know what advertisements we really liked for a movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, um, we specifically didn't uh, try to emulate the Blair Witch Project for the last couple of episodes so that we could just straight up rip it off this episode. This- this one feels like Blair Witch Project ripoff for boomers, though, because which is like impossible because I think they hated Blair Witch Project, but like, because <laughs> it's like there's these three teenagers and they're it's like they're 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 influencers, they're camera crazy, they've got like GoPros on their heads and like other cameras around, just cameras, 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 and it's like kind of supposed to be a parody, I guess, or not not a parody, but supposed to be a little comic, I suppose, you know. And it's and, and thank you for capturing their names, Milo, Todd, and Sophie. And I'm not sure if Sophie is um, Violet slash um, the main character of season three. And, she, and is. she is. She is, which okay. is odd. She hasn't been in several seasons since like Coven. It's wild yeah. that it, this is where she reappears as this character. Yeah, because I liked her actually. Like uh, mm-hmm. she used, like I liked her character. She's like like Frances Conroy who played Mama Be- uh, Bell in the documentary. Wait, Mama Bell, Mama um, Poke. In the oh. documentary, you know what I mean. Like I, I usually like her stuff a lot, but whatever. She's she's here, you know. Um, and, and yeah, and yeah. The three the three characters are like the the most obnoxious neoliberal college student possible. Like absolute scarecrow of a character mm-hmm. or a straw man of a character. Sorry, not a scarecrow, even though it is pretty horrifying to behold. <laughs> um, then. Um, an annoying guy who knows too much about movies like this is absolutely someone in the american horror story writing department being like look how look how much we know about movies yeah (laughs) like it it freaking stinks it's just like what are you talking about man like feels like i can't even remember what it was like someone just says something passively and he's like oh yeah like this one actor in this movie in 1944 it's it's about naming his dick he starts pissing and they name his dick something in reference to a movie and he names the actor and the year that the movie came out it's just it's just locker room talk you never like name your actor then go to like (laughs) name your dick like after an imdb page you know Everybody does that growing up, right? No, no. Oh, all right. Oh, well. Yeah. We're American Horror Story. And then like, <laughs> and then Steve, the regular guy. <laughs> yeah. And those are the three characters, and all of them are bad. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. bad. I would argue Not- that Steve, aka Todd, is like fine-ish, but mostly because he is not really. He doesn't speak much. Um, he he's the only really not awful one of the group um which is hard to do in a group of three um 
it opens up on like them trying to find the house. So in case it's not clear, they are like vloggers who are very into the show. The first season, the the documentary, um, and like they are trying to find the house, and they're lost in the woods. To which. One of them, I don't even remember which one, says like, oh, the reason we can't find it is because they changed all the addresses in the show. And I'm like, no, they didn't, because they specifically had that one lady who wasn't even an actor, uh, the historian, um, Mm -hmm. give an interview where she explicitly verbatim gave the entire address and exact location of the house for some fucking reason. Um, Which is one of the dozens and dozens of times that the show has shot itself directly in the foot by giving too much information that it didn't need to give that is contradicted I think, later. I think part of it is supposed to be maybe like a little meta or whatever, because there's a thing after the Blair Witch Project where people went to Burkittsville, which is an actual town in, I can't remember the state off the top of my head, and would like steal signs and crap because they're like, oh, this is where it really happened. Because when the Blair Witch Project was like one of the first big major found footage things, so there was kind of this sub current of like whoa is this a real thing blah 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 you know so yeah, i feel like, like there's energy. a little bit of that going on but they're still ripping off the blair which so it's not yeah. you know yeah 100 percent. just like when the mayor of gary indiana was named uh harry balls and they had to stop <laughs> naming things after him because people were just constantly stealing the signs that referenced harry balls he was a beloved politician as far <laughs> as i know <laughs> just real unfortunate name but like the man had enough charisma to refer to himself as harry balls and everyone else had to deal with it so you, like <laughs> you gotta be like the king mayor to pull that off you know what i mean like the best right? in the world right like <laughs> Or Fort, was that Gary or Fort Wayne? I can't remember. It was one of them, though. But yeah, you have to be a powerful mayor. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Harry Balls. Like, don't make fun of him. He's great. He really revitalized the economy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Harry Balls got me my, balls. Po- my job back. You shut your mouth, you know. But, um, so yeah. And then, uh, what do you call it? They're talking about, like, how the, um, what do you, how, I forgot this part. Like, they're talking about how scary the ghosts and murders happen, and Soapy's like, yeah, Milo, racism is scary, patriarchy is scary, which... Yeah, like uh. Ty was saying, Sophie is written to be, like, the oh, like winter, yes. but, like, 500 times worse in My every bad. way. My bad, yeah, I got it. I and was, well, yeah. it's, like, that part's, like, it, yes, her whole character's fucking annoying, but the thing that's, like, wild is in about five minutes from now... She and Awful Movie Boy are going to make a very wild decision, um, especially given Sophie's entire character. Uh, We'll get there, but that's the reason why I focused specifically on how, like, air quotes, S-J-W-E, Sophie is, and how that is her entire character, um, because she's going to do some shit and agree to some shit that is uh, very against the character that we're introduced to. And that's kicked off um, by us seeing a lady in the woods. And who's that lady? That's Diana. You guys remember Diana? The lady who was like, I'm fucking out of here. And then inexplicably got owned by some ghosts in her car Mm -hmm. as she was leaving. Um, She's a very confusing ghost. Uh, Spoiler alert. She's a ghost. Um, Because she's the only ghost who like can only repeat one phrase and also runs off into the woods every time she's approached, like some kind of weird fetch quest. Um, She just keeps saying, my car, my car. And they have to like chase her through the woods. Her like one tie to the world was she never got her oil changed. That was like the one thing. Her soul can't rest. Yeah, like... (laughs) So yeah, the, these these doofuses with cameras walk up to a lady who's like visibly in distress, going, "My car, my car!" And they go, "Ma'am, are you okay? Do you need help?" And she's, "My car!" and runs off. And they're like, "Well, we definitely have to follow her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right call." <laughs> oh my god! And they do. And what do they find? Ba ba ba! Her car. <laughs> um. Then it cuts away because we're gonna do like with the other episodes. They're gonna do a lot of like pretending to actually do stuff by cutting back and forth a lot. Um. We're gonna go back to the house, and at the house is the boy we were just introduced to at the end of the last episode, named Dylan. And immediately, straight into the scene. They're, they, being Audrey uh, and Lee and Dylan, are in the house, and Audrey is just fucking screaming at Dylan um, for showing up. <laughs> and Dylan's like, uh, I'm an actor. 
No one answered my calls. I have a call sheet that has a call time on it, and I didn't want to get fired. So here I am. Um, which, you know, same, Dylan. If no one tells you not to show up for work and you don't want to get fired, that's fair. I don't know why Audrey's <laughs> yelling at you either. Um, Lee's like, is this another actor? I don't know why that's surprising to her, but <laughs> she's, she's surprised. Um, and then for some reason, they do not open this conversation with them being like, hey, Dylan, everyone's fucking dead. Can, do you have a car or something? Um, also, yeah, yeah. Quick, quick question. Um, so they've established that, like, you can get transportation here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Just... Keep that in mind that <laughs> yeah. there is transportation and everyone decides, no, we'll simply stay here. <laughs> yep. Um, it's also a little odd because the, in a, like a minute or, minute or two, they're going to ask him, well, do you have a phone? And he's like, no, they told me not to bring a phone to set. I'm Dylan and I'm super dumb. Um, and to wi- And then immediately after when they ask when he has a car, he's like, no, I Ubered. Then we get a very, very funny like one second shot of him sitting in his full pig man outfit in the back of an Uber. It does nothing for the story. It's literally one second long. It is very funny. It, the comedic timing of it. Superb. Thank you, American Horror Story. It's mu- like the one thing you got right this episode. <laughs> How much does it suck to be that Uber driver, though? Because apparently <laughs> this guy's got no phone, so he I can't did- tip the guy or, like, anything. And That's I don't think it works. That's what I was going to say. I was like, he doesn't have his phone, so how's he going to pay the Uber driver? How does the Uber driver... The Uber driver just picked that dude dressed as the pig man up without confirming on a phone that it was the right person? <laughs> Damn. That Uber driver, uh... I have like to, imagine. to live life fast it's, and loose. It's, it's in the messages, like by BTW have pig mask on, then like a little emote of a pig, and the guy's like, "What the hell is this guy <laughs> talking about?" And he goes, "Oh, Dylan, right? Like, yeah, Michael. Yep. Yeah, that's me. Now I get it." <laughs> oh my god! And then Go. because Dylan is the dumbest human being alive, he's like. Damn, your prosthetics are really good, Lee. How they make it look like your ear is missing. And then Audrey starts screaming at him. Like, no, you fucking idiot. Everyone's dead. Don't you get it? And I'm like, no, you never told him that. He doesn't know that. Why are you it's, yelling at him? Yeah, it's not like an assumption like people would like first make. Like, hey, your ear's missing. Did everyone here get murdered brutally by ghosts? <laughs> you know? Yeah, are the ghosts actually real? And the, and the murder weed cannibals actually real? Wow. But that surprisingly, is not the most confusing part of Dylan's character. Um, They show Dylan all the dead bodies, and he's just like, hmm, weird, Um, and is, like, weirdly calm about it, and then he proceeds to explain that it's because he's a Navy SEAL. Uh, It's at this point where I'm like, hmm, I don't remember this part of the show. Is this information that's relevant later? And I have a note here from Liz eight minutes from now. Uh, It's not. Um, (laughs) It's just... um, Plot dressing for Dylan's character, I guess, um, to explain why he's not freaking out. They needed to make us give a shit about Dylan. And I guess seemed- making him a Navy SEAL is how they did that. It doesn't work. Um, I-, I don't care about Dylan, but here we are. I thought they were doing like the video game set dressing of like, we better make this person like, like make it make sense that they would be good around guns and all that fun stuff. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. like he was going to have to do some wild mm-hmm. guns akimbo shit later. But yeah, no. <laughs> It's just like we need a character. We need character growth. It might as well be Dylan here at the last second, you know. Also, for the record, Dylan it, it does not have the face of someone who would be a, a pig man actor, to say the least. Like he is like very obviously Hollywood handsome, and so it's just like so funny that everyone's like, "Yeah, the guy who does the funny pig mask." Yeah, yeah. and like no one makes any mention of like none of the other actors are like Dylan. You should really just get into like acting, man. <laughs> like, well, <it's- laughs> if you want to be even more confused, later in the episode when um some two of the teens are talking to one another. Um, he approaches them and Milo, I want to say, um, identifies him as Ambrose, which is the butcher's son, um, in season one. So he's not even the pig man. He's Ambrose. Wait, so (laughs) 
So why did he show up as the pig man? Why? He's confused. Listen, Dylan is very stupid. Hey. Dylan, if nothing else, is very, very dumb. Hey, let me, let me throw this out here. How monstrously bad of a writer are you when your pacing is so shit you have to go, oh my god, I need four more characters ASAP. <laughs> so you just, like, introduce them. It's like, here's three people wandering by. Up oh, here's Dylan. What the hell? Like... Man, you know how many episodes you had to write. Just don't kill everybody off so fast. Like, yep, everybody say hello to Dylan. Um, he's the new new character. I think like what they were going for very very poorly, especially with how like absolutely unhinged this season has been. Is they were like, oh, remember how we said only one person survived, and you thought, well, we're getting down to the last few people. I bet I know who it's gonna be. Well, we're gonna throw in some more people to make Is it. it- even is it more supposed, confusing. Is it supposed to be like a Big Brother thing where like more people get it? Is that even a thing on Big Brother? I think it is. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I was never really a Big Brother. That was never my cup of tea. Yeah, um, I know. More like a real world yeah, kind of I truly have no idea why they introduced this character. P.S. An exercise of the viewer at home. Start a clock. <laughs> It'll end in a bit. And that'll be Dylan's lifespan. Eight, I eight just minutes. want everyone to keep track of. Oh, eight, eight minutes? Eight minutes. I find it. It's eight minutes. <laughs> God, the show is so fucking bad. It's like, eight it's minutes. Like, Why did they introduce a character for eight minutes? Just like, uh, uh well, I don't get it. Don't worry about it because we're going back to the teens. Um, they're at the police <sighs> station now. This this segment is insane. This is the wildest segment. Um, so Sophie, Milo, and Todd are being interrogated by some random police officer. Um, yeah, why not, Todd? <laughs> Todd very clearly has his helmet with lit GoPro recording the interview, mm-hmm. um, like on the table, right directly in front of the police officer's face. Um, the police officer does not get mad about this until the interview is over uh, f- for some reason. Um, the officer's like really weird about them leaving the scene to get help. Like they were involved with it somehow. Um, and then... <sighs> They have, like, a little clip of when the cops, like, a body cam clip of when the cops found the car in the woods. Um, And, ooh, there's no body. Um, But it cuts to the teens footage from when... Here's here's where Sophie's character is so annoying and confusing. (laughs) So it cuts to the teens footage, like, interspliced, like it's been edited in by the whoever made this documentary. Mm. Um. And Todd, who is who we've dubbed Steve, the guy who's just not really anything, the wor- least worst of the three, um, he's genuinely yes. like, yeah, yeah, the guy who's like the not bad one is um, really, really <laughs> upset about seeing a dead body. He didn't sign up to see a dead body, and he's really upset about it, which is fair. Um, the other two, one of which is Sophie, who was just like nonstop SJW talk, is like, no, we got to Logan Paul this shit immediately. Upload that dead body footage right away. I need those followers. And I'm like, huh. Um, feels a little weird given uh, that's the antithesis of what we just learned about you as a character. Um, but this will be a continuing trait for the rest of your character's oh. existence. So... The police are apparently very mad at them because they they thought the call was a prank um, because when they got there, there was no body. Correct? Mm-hmm. There's I mean, there's still a car with blood in it, but there's, there's no body. There's a car, so. though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like a flipped mm-hmm. car. Yep. That also presumably would be like a few days old, which you could pretty easily tell because when cars break, like fluids leave. So you could be like, oh, this is not fresh. Also, it's a it's a car. It's there. Listen, like that would be a an animal has never stolen a dead body in the woods in the history of history. We everyone knows this. So if the body's not there. It didn't exist. Everyone knows this. No animal would ever eat a dead body. Also, That's just facts. You know, these YouTube pranks nowadays get real complicated. So maybe they got a car here. <laughs> Nobody knows, right? I mean, geez, you know. These pranksters. But these yeah, they think it's a prank. They're um, GoPros and pranks of dead people like that they didn't see. God. And like the the interview goes on. And, and goes, like, off the rails. Um, this part, like, doesn't even do anything for the plot. So 
it, it's the hell like you not say? Worth, like, <laughs> it, it, it's almost not worth mentioning, but it is so off the wall that it's like, oh, okay, I need you to understand how much they're padding runtime with shit that makes no sense. <laughs> because it's like cutting between each of the kids being interviewed. Um, and then it gets to Milo, who's the really fucking annoying movie guy. And he's like, yeah, we saw her ghost. and But she wasn't like, a, we didn't think she was a real ghost because she wasn't like ethereal enough. She was subversive and Korean. And then it hard cuts away to Sophie, who's like, no, she wasn't fucking Korean. What are you talking about? She was white. Didn't you see the body? I have no idea what that interaction is. I don't know what that dialogue is. I don't know what Milo is trying to say. Um, he very explicitly says Diana's ghost is Korean, offers no mu- no more explanation as to what he means. Um, Sophie immediately is like, nope, that's not true. And then they move on. Is he supposed uh, to have seen the Chens maybe? And then let like, you know, and or one of the Chens or something in the forest. And then we're going to be like, Oh, I get it, because we have knowledge that they don't, that there's other ghosts here, like the Chens. And but the, they're yeah, talking I guess. about Diana. I know, no, I know, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work. I'm just saying, <laughs> is that you think they're, they're going for? Because <laughs> that's what I thought, too. I'm like, wait, are they talking about the Chens? And he's just bad at, like, <laughs> identifying people? But no, they're talking about Diana. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The cops are mad for them finding it for some reason, and that makes the teens mad, like, we gotta go back so we can... Prove that we're not lying, um, because we needed a catalyst for them to go back to the house. Um, no, we didn't. And- we knew they wanted to be on like TV and, and popular uh-huh. and YouTube. Like we didn't need it, but yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah, we got it anyway. Um, well, you know where we haven't been in a while is um, oh, where <laughs> my favorite set, which is the Polk Family Murder Weed Emporium. Um, but this time it's Audrey, Lee, and Dylan. Remember, they are going back. Air quotes. To save Monet, um, both Audrey and Lee wink at the camera, um, but they're actually there to delete the evidence of <laughs> Audrey and Lee killing people. Um, they roll up to the Polks with no interference by any ghosts whatsoever. No ghosts mention uh, mention their presence or intercept them at all. Um, and Dylan's like, hey, it's actually like nighttime. We should just steal the truck and leave. Um this shot is insane because it is so obviously shot during the day. Like, there's no yeah. question about it. It's so the sky I, is blue. It is daytime. <laughs> I legitimately assumed I had misheard Dylan and was just like, "Well, it's clearly the daytime. Like, you can see the light on their face." I was like, legitimately confused. I was like, "Why is this shot so dark?" But my brain simply did not process it <laughs> as night because you can, yeah, clearly see like. Light coming from the angle of the sun on their face. <laughs> like, it's, it looks so bad. Yeah, it Which really it, does. There was a part of me that wanted to be like, oh, they're copying popular media again. Because, uh, like, a kind of fun trivia fact of the really popular movie that came out recently. Nope. Um, is that a lot of it is shot during the day. And it's just edited to look like it's nighttime. And it's almost imperceptible if you don't know that. Um, but this came out significantly before that. So they can't have stolen it. And they did... The absolute most dog shit job because all they did was just turn the brightness of the shot down to like 20% and then they're like, it's nighttime now. That's, it's, it's, yeah, it's a real, if you're not doing it on purpose, like you're, you know, Jordan Peele or something, you know what I mean? Like, it's also a really cheap, like, we can't like shoot at the time we need to, so let's try to like fake it and it never looks great, you know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah they did just like and it, the worst part is literally canonically two minutes later in the show it will be midnight pitch black darkness outside like two minutes canonically in the show um i say this as if i have a point of reference because i do because dylan when he is preparing everybody uh to do whatever the fuck they're about to do with the polks he's like I'm going to hotwire the car. What He says this like a video game quest giver about to tell the player character like what they have to do for a time trial event. Um, he's <laughs> like, I'm going to start the car. And then after the Polks hear the car, you'll have three minutes to get to the truck. And that's when we're leaving. And I'm like, that is such a specifically oddly like 
right on the nose amount to be ballparking for After these people. Ridley steals the Metro, you'll have three minutes to escape, Samus. <laughs> yeah, like, it yeah. is so weird. It's such a weird, it's like, it'll alert the witch, and then we'll have to run very quickly. Like... <laughs> I'm like the the truck is right outside the house. Um, I estimate that it will take roughly two seconds for the Polks to come outside once they hear it. And spoiler alert, I'm right. Um, <laughs> he's a Navy so- SEAL though. He's used to like it'll be ten clicks away. Like <laughs> Correct. He's, he's a Navy SEAL. I think he knows what he's talking about. Um, then this he leaves them to go start hot wiring the truck. Um, and Lee and Audrey are both hiding behind a bush. They're both holding their phones, videotaping each other for some fucking reason. And then out loud, they're like, hello, Lee, my name is Audrey. Are we still going to go into the house and delete the evidence of us doing a crime? And then Lee is like, hello, Audrey, I am also recording you. I am going to go into the house and delete the evidence of us doing a crime. Why are we recording this, Audrey? Oh, I don't know. The audience needs to see it, I guess. Does this still count as us deleting the recordings of us doing the crime? Oh, I think so. Let's go ahead and get in there. Um, just truly baffling, baffling interaction. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> just, <a laughs> just dog truly shit interaction. <laughs> wild dialogue between the two of them. Um, and then they go into the house to go do what they're going to do. They split up. Um, As we know, Lee is specifically trying to find her confession to killing Mason, which is on, if you'll remember, a weird little handy cam that the hillbillies owned. Um, And Audrey decides to try and find Monet. I guess Monet got got again. Um, She had escaped. I don't know what happened. She got got again. Um, But Audrey finds her. um, And then Lee finds the camcorder in another area. Um, and she's just like fumbling with it, like, oh, where's the delete button? And I'm like, that thing is like huge failure of priorities, huge failure of priorities. <laughs> yeah. um, ma'am, you can figure out the camcorder on the ride home. We have things to get, do and places to be like absolutely 100 percent. You pick up the camcorder and you go, uh huh. Yeah, got it. And then you run back yep. and then you solve that shit later. Like, <laughs> No, she's got to like manually scrub the footage right then and there. Where's that goddamn delete button? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Or, you know, she's holding a hammer. They each have a hammer. She could just smash it into yeah. pieces. It's like 900 years old. No one's going to put that back together. Why would they? Um, but she doesn't. She just stands there trying to figure it out. Um, but as we as assumed, Dylan's three-minute estimate was incredibly dog shit because the literal microsecond that the truck turns on, every single polk that is still alive just immediately descends on each various party. Um, Ishmael, who's, for lack of a better word, Papa Polk, um, stops Audrey and Monet um, well, an unknown Polk stabs the shit out of Dylan in the truck. Just absolutely fucks him up. And this is shot from, like, the perspective of, like, a chest cam Dylan is wearing, question mark? Um, which we, A, have never established that he has. And B, this character of all characters has no reason to be recording. Um, especially recording himself, yeah. like, hot wiring a truck. Well, you know what's ridiculous? Like, it, unless you were trying to do, like, monster cam, where, remember, like, Dylan's supposed to have been, like, a pig man. And, like, wouldn't that make more mm. sense at night and not just arriving in the middle of the day? And wouldn't it not make sense at all because it's a reality show? Whatever. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, and he's wearing, also, he's wearing normal clothes. Also, why would he knock on the door? And walk in when he was in Pigman mode. <laughs> yeah. Why would he knock? Because remember, that's what happened. Is he knocked on the door and went, "Hey guys, what's going on?" God, <laughs> like, how was... funny would it have been if like everything was going off without a hitch, like normal, and he just knocked on the door while oh, everybody's hanging out as a Pigman? That would have been so funny. <laughs> uh. Um, and yeah, why did you introduce uh, Dylan as a Navy SEAL? Which, by the way, the Navy SEALs are quite. That's a pretty. It's a pretty small segment of the military mm-hmm. that's not very easy to get into, from what I understand. <laughs> um, to have him instantly killed by um, a polk with a shiv, <laughs> which it seems like he would perhaps have the awareness to not be instantly killed with by a, a regular guy with a shiv. <laughs> Try to a train for this guy. frog, man. Yeah, it's not even a ghost. Like, not even the butcher, like the boss fight. It's just... 
Yeah, like if you get killed by a ghost, sure, Navy SEAL training probably <laughs> doesn't cover that. But like, this was just a fella. <laughs> like, this would be like getting killed in a bar fight. Like, it just—it's so dumb. Yeah, I, I guess probably it's like a fella high. who can be really quiet and really fast too, because it's literally like the second I'm a sneaky little guy. Yeah, he would have had to either approach at light speed, like he had to do a flash step behind him as soon as the truck got hot wired. Or they saw him hot wiring it from the very start and have been sneaking up on him real quiet like because he does not know that that guy is behind him to stab him like immediately. Um, the next scene's actually kind of good. Um, not good like a good show, but kind of good like <laughs> hell yeah. Get it. Get it. <laughs> get it, Audrey. Um, <laughs> that was the best clarification, by the way. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Not like the show is good. Um, <laughs> like, like, damn. A good piece of good. media we could have been watching instead. <laughs> good, like, Audrey does a funny thing. And I'm like, good for you. Um, Ishmael Polk has her and uh, Monet kind of cornered. And he's like, I'm going to murder you. And she's like, what did you just say? I'm sorry. She says, what did you just say? And he's like, I'm going to murder you. And she goes, say that again, but slower. And she pulls out her phone. And he goes, I'm going to murder you. And on the third, I'm going to murder you. She just shoots him um, with her one good bullet and then casts the gun aside. Um, the timing of it, again, the comedic timing of this episode, chef's kiss. Very good. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they fuck off. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now, I will admit the next like two or three minutes for me is very um, hazy because it's all very fast, chaotic and makes no sense. Um, I don't know exactly what happens. Everybody gets outside somehow. Lot Polk, who's the one who stabbed Dylan, um, gets caught continuously stabbing Dylan by mm. Lee. And <laughs> then he's like, oh, heck. And then like sees ghosts, I guess. Um, and then tries to get in the car and he's like, oh, Mama Polk was the only reason the butcher doesn't do the big time crimes to us. I got to get out of here, um, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, nope. Because I don't imagine she's 200 years old, which is allegedly how long they've been doing this. Um, yeah. It does seem like there would be like arbitration. Yeah. That like they would show up and be like, all right, we need to figure out which one of you dum dums inherits the past. Right. You know, like that would be, yeah. Or it would just be understood like, oh, if you're part of this family, you're probably covered under the umbrella clause that we don't kill you. Um, Right. Yeah. But no, but. Mama Polk's dead, so they're like, fuck it, we gotta kill these, uh, we gotta kill the hillbillies now. And they showed up, like, with pitchforks and shit, like, they meant it. As soon as Mama Polk died, they're like, time to fuck up the weed hillbillies. Um, God, we hated those assholes. Oh, finally. Oh, they don't make any sense. Their characters just don't make sense. Why did they, where did they get cocaine? <laughs> That's why they're there. They're like, they keep stealing our we cocaine. We have TV. Like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Oh, my God. And then this is where it gets really confusing because then Lee just kind of looks at the ghosts and then that's the last we see of Lee in this shot. Um, And then we cut to Audrey and Monet who run outside and see Dylan on the ground. Audrey collapses on top of Dylan and is like weeping. And I'm like, you're really distraught about this guy you've only known for like 10 minutes and also were yelling at for most of the 10 minutes that you knew him. Um (laughs) And then that's the end of the scene. They get away. They just haul ass into the woods. And then that's the end of the scene. So I'm not sure what we're meant to glean about the situation. Um, but that's where we leave it. Um, and it, p- it picks up with Audrey and Monet literally just hauling ass back to the original house, which means, again, ghosts, I guess, cannot teleport, even though we've seen that they can. Um <laughs> They get inside and they close the door. Just walk away. Yeah. If shit sucks, hit the <laughs> yeah. bricks. Just leave. Ghosts? Cops, if you're quick? <laughs> yeah. Just leave. Just fucking leave. And they do. And they're back They're back where we started. Um, Audrey's freaking the fuck out. Monet's like, please chill. Audrey's like, no. Um, they're, they're just hooting and hollering. Um, finally, Monet's like, I'm sure everybody's fine. We got to go back for Lee. Audrey's like, no, Lee is absolutely cooked. She's dead. And Monet's like, how do you know? And she's like, because she would have never left this behind, um, which is the camcorder. I This is where I'm confused. I don't know how Audrey ended up with the camcorder Lee was holding. Because where Lee 
was got by the ghosts is not where she finds Dylan. So I don't know how she ends up with the camcorder. Um, but she does. That's the important takeaway is she does. Um, and Monet's like, I got time to watch a movie. Uh, so they go into the living room for some reason, and they do. Holy shit. I didn't even think about it from that perspective. But yeah, is this re- gamers, is this really the time to be like, yeah, you know what? We should figure out if she killed her husband. <laughs> That's what's important right now. I need that. I, I need that drama. Give, give me the drama. I can't die knowing that these people I weren't invested in were actually a happy marriage or not. Anyway, I have to I'm... know if the lady that gave me bad vibes gave me bad vibes for a reason. I can relate to Monet on a lot of different levels. Um, you don't want to be like that lady with the car she never fixed, like wandering the earth yeah, forever. Like we got exactly. nothing. Exactly. See, she's got her priorities straight. Um, so conveniently, when Monet boots up the tape, it is just conveniently exactly where it needs to be. Um, because assumedly the Polks have been recording for hours. Um, but she fortunately is able to find the correct moment right away. Um, <clears throat> which is, of course, obviously Lee admitting to Mer- Mason's murder. And Monet is hype as hell. Hey, Monet fucking fist pumps. <laughs> and it's like, nice. I knew it. I knew it. I told y'all. I told y'all she done did it. It's so funny. Like, just immediately the reaction is not, like, horrified or anything. Like, it is 100%. I knew Called it. it. <laughs> Monet's like, now I actually feel justified in being an alcoholic. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> some of you may be wondering, hey, is this relevant? It's not. Um, but you just know, keep I... in mind, they know that uh, she did a crime. It's important for one character. It's not important for the other one. But just keep in mind, they now know Lee did a crime. I want to know. I want to meet the listener who's like, wait, is this still relevant? Like, nothing has been. Like, <laughs> props to you for maintaining hope in the face of absolute despair. But yeah, no, this is pretty much shit like, from the, here on out. Good. Yeah, the only real relevance here is like they they wanted to make sure you understood Lee is irredeemable and done and has no big, hope because now everyone knows her one secret i guess which everyone assumes she did anyway she's a dope yep she's a fucking and dope <laughs> to just continue to dump gasoline on this tire fire of um incomprehensible information mm-hmm. um we pick up with lee being recorded on some mystery trail camera in the woods um don't know how she got to the woods don't know what camera is recording her but she's being recorded by a mystery camera in the woods um, and then a boar shows up, and our favorite little gremlin, the bog witch. Um, the bog witch does as the bog witch does, and procures yet another girlfriend by feeding Lee a pig heart, um, which did make sense for the butcher, given that she was starving to death, um, but doesn't really for Lee, because she's not starving to yeah, death. Yeah, it would make more sense for her to, like, either like offer her the camera or like another like a kid like a cool (laughs) kid and be like check this out i got a new kid for you (laughs) like or hey i got your yeah the butcher was i got your missing Butcher was hungry yeah the butcher was starving to death yeah that's why she was like yeah i'll eat this and the problem is they were like Oh, that was really impactful. She just actually always does the pig heart thing. The butcher was just lucky she was hungry because <laughs> it's the best seasoning of all. <laughs> uh, but Lee doesn't even hesitate. Lee's like, oh, hot bog witch girlfriend? Well, not as hot. It's not Lady Gaga, but hot, hot-ish bog witch girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to eat a free pig heart? Sign me the fuck up. And she does. It's not super clear why she does this because like we just established, um, the bog witch doesn't like give her like information as to what she's going to be providing in alternative for what i guess she thinks is going to happen she's just like hey you want a heart and lee's like cool um (laughs) it's not like it's not like the ghosts were about to descend on her and the bog witch was like i'm gonna make them stop if you eat this big heart i already ruined my sobriety with that bump of coke so i might as well at this point just go in for a penny and for a pound what else you got she's like oh i was hungry thanks for thinking of me um (laughs) But whatever, I guess Lee is Team Bogwitch right now, which honestly, I think we all are at this sure. point. Um, yeah. <laughs> but to um, feign some fake uh, plot movement, we're back with the YouTube kids now. Remember them? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sophie is looking up. They're back at the like in the woods, and they're looking up at the moon. And Sophie's like, "The lead moon is like periods or something," and they go on about that for like two minutes. <laughs> um, 
And then in a real <sighs> bro house moment, shout outs to the bonus episode, Todd exclaims that the dead body <laughs> video gets them 20,000 followers. Um, bro. bro house. <laughs> um, the shame. The shameful part is this came out long before bro house, which means they did this and then decided bro house was a good call later on. <laughs> they just ripped off <sighs> themselves on that one. Like we can make more of a plot thread around this. Why did we yep. waste it on this episode sixty nine of American Art? Whatever. <laughs> they were like, they were like, people didn't really appreciate that enough in uh, episode sixty nine. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> right, bring this yeah. back. Um. <laughs> So they're having their weird fucking interaction about that, and then Lee is just hanging out on the edge of the woods watching them. Um, She's just standing there. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, menacingly. She's just standing there. It's like <laughs> Lee's just standing there. Like it's the most. <laughs> they walk up and they're like, "Oh my god, Lee! I'm I'm such a big fan of you killing your husband." <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then she just like walks up and is like, yeah, I know my weapon was always like a gun or whatever, but it turns out the bog witch, the cleavers, just standard issue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also, um, the bog witch also turns you into an X-Man. I also know martial arts now. Um, I'm going to fucking kill Todd. And she does. She fucking destroys Todd for no reason. Um Todd was the one who wasn't really doing much, by the way. So, unfortunately, we lost, air quotes, the best one of the three. Um, We are now stuck with the worst two. Um, And they fuck off. They fuck off into the woods. They make it to the production trailer, which still has power somehow. Um, And the lights are on and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Baffling, because it was clearly, like, running off of a generator, Uh it seemed Mm -hmm. like. Um, And it has been unattended for multiple days now Mm -hmm. and they uh, yeah i have no idea why or how this would still be powered yep but it is and it's (laughs) perfectly active um they get to there and then some dude shows up and is like hobbling towards them we'll find out later that this is dylan who's not actually dead um and they get chased into the trailer dylan makes no effort to like say who he is he just bangs on the trailer door which scares them a lot Mm -hmm. um and then i guess fucking leaves um and milo's like oh that was ambrose he's the guy who played the butcher's son in season one and i'm like no yeah no that's not true ambrose is the guy um, the real person, Dylan, is the guy who was banging on the door. And Dylan also wasn't Ambrose. Dylan was the pig man. Um, so I don't I don't know what you want me to but clean. was he also Ambrose? Like, I almost want to go back and check. Like, was that the actor who played Ambrose? Probably. And they just got... They just got even more crosswired and were like, yeah, Ambrose, the man who played the character Ambrose. Wait, huh? (laughs) The big man. Yeah, Ambrose. Honestly, probably. But the fact that Milo says Milo, the movie guy, calls him Ambrose is baffling. Just baffling. Um, They're like watching the Phasmophobia trailer cameras and they see Lee just kind of walking up to the house to try and get Monet and Audrey, I guess. Um. And they try to call the police, but again, in another baffling turn of events, the police are like, you can't prank us, hee hee. Um, which would make sense if they were calling about, like, the Polks, since the Polks have the police in their back pocket. Um, but not the ghost murder demons. They don't have the police in their back pocket. So it doesn't really make sense. Um, it will definitely not make sense when we get to the end of the episode. We find out the police will show up under certain circumstances um, that are e- even more baffling. <laughs> um, and then... Then in a weird but kind of meta scene, um, Sophie's like watching the cameras and like she's like, oh, no, uh, Lee is going to get um, Lee and Shelby. Or she says something like we have to go save Lee and Shelby. And Milo's like, no, that's Lee and points to Lee walking outside, which is a pretty good representation of how fucking infuriating trying to keep track all of these characters is. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice meta commentary on how fucking infuriating this is. Um, ironic that he fucks up the Ambrose thing not even 20 seconds before this. But I, I'm like, why would you write a scenario that's just like built on a who's on first bit? It's outrageous. Like, it truly brings to a head like 
this was the worst idea anyone's ever had for keeping characters straight. Like, it's it's wild that they did that. Like, yeah, we're gonna have two people playing the same people who are different people, and you're gonna need to know they're different people, but also they're the same people. This will always be relevant, which is like, but why would you do that, bro? It's the worst framing device. And this, this is what the there's the here's where the madness really is, right? They put them all together, so you have the actors playing the actors like with each other. You know what I mean? But then it's like, oh, that's not enough characters. Here's four more. Like, how about you get rid of all the doubles and bring in the other people and have that be your pool of characters? Like, and then they killed all the real people, like, really quickly, so they didn't matter anymore. So it was like, why did we do the conflation to begin? Like, the only real person alive is Lee. So, like, why did we need everybody anyway? Also, hey, what about the funny little old lady who turned into the butcher? Why did we just have her die immediately? She was fun. We could have kept Kathy Bates around. Also, like, oh. there is no world where anyone but the actors would go back if all this crap happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, give me all the motivation. Well, I was going to say, we know why yeah, Matt right, came Matt, back. Still, okay. Matt what? had some pretty good motivation if we're being transparent. <sighs> sure, like, sure. once you get that good, good Lady Gaga bog witch also, action. If, for real, if Matt had come back alone and it had been no one else, he probably would have just had a nice ass time. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't get killed by butcher or the bog witch or anything obviously i mean he got killed by the <laughs> you know, but like the bog witch but at the same time like he got killed by his ex-wife hitting him in the head with like a statue or whatever yeah. so like yeah if anything i think matt had a good case for coming back yeah. everyone else though <laughs> oh my god uh, you know what justice for matt honestly um he was just trying to have a nice time though it does beckon the question why did you wait until now matt you could have just come back and just you know mm-hmm. had your bog witch lady and lived in the woods like that's the dream you could have had your cottage core dream um but he didn't he waited until the show i guess to get permission to come back um all you need to know about everything that we just said was that Milo and Sophie decide they need to save Audrey and Monet for some reason. Um, I don't know why they decide that they have to do this. They are both teenagers with GoPros attached to their heads. Uh, not equipped to fight ghosts. Also, they, like, at some point, they, like, both agree it's a bad idea. And then, like, one of them's like, we gotta. And they're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You're, you're right. You, you talked me into it. Uh, Put down must. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, back to the house. It's Audrey and Monet getting shit faced upstairs. Um, this is an irrelevant scene. All you need to know is they're getting shit faced. It doesn't matter that they are, but they are. Um, and Lee is kind of creeping up the stairs towards them. Um, they hear some commotion outside the door and go to check it out. And they see Lee um, just staring up at the ceiling, whispering to herself a little bit. Um, that makes it even more unclear what she's doing or why she's there. Because you'd think that she would maybe just try to get the jump on these two to, like, murder them if that's what their goal was. Um, but she doesn't do that. She just stares up at the ceiling um, and mumbles to herself for a little while. Um, Monet gets in there right away and starts antagonizing the fuck out of Lee. Like, I know you killed your husband, clapping in her face. I don't give a fuck about your cleaver. Uh, what are you going to do? Stab me? Quote from person who gets stabbed 30 seconds later. Um, and Lee just fucking shoves her over the banister and she gets mortal combated uh, by a big spike at the bottom of the stairs. Like, actually, yeah. Like, it's literally like that, that le- the famous level in Mortal Kombat where if you finish somebody off with an uppercut, they fall into a pit of spikes. It's just that. And I don't, it is unclear. I guess it was the top of the chandelier was just a spike now that was vibing down there, I guess. It's like unclear where the spike came from. Also, having someone fall onto a chandelier... A little bit innovative. I'll give <laughs> yeah. it to him. But usually it's the other way around. Usually the chandelier does the falling. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um so there's one down. Um and then Audrey's like, keep away from me. You can't stab me. And Lee's like, I'm gonna give you a real shitty butcher speech, but I'm not gonna say any fun words like blued. Um, I'm just gonna say all the other words, but in my Lee tone of voice. I'm gonna be like the lightning of my 
fire, the tree of my ground, or whatever the fuck she says. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you got it. The tree of the, the tree of my ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was it. I'm the lightning, uh, and the lightning that strikes it, or some shit. Um, or whatever. Right, yeah. 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 Totally and like like anyhow, yeah. delivers it with that cadence and that amount of enthusiasm. <laughs> Scrub a dub dub. <laughs> thanks for the blue. <laughs> <laughs> Bibbity bobbity blued. Uh, I'm gonna cleave you now. It's cleaving time. It's butchering time. That's me. I'm the butcher. Butchering time. Um, oh my god. Uh, R.I.P. Agnes. Pouring out for a real one. Um, miss her every day. Miss her and her blued every day. Uh, <laughs> somehow Audrey gets away from this. I don't know. I don't remember how. It's probably not super important, but she does. Um, don't worry about it. We're back with the vloggers. You, if you thought you were tracking what was going on, don't worry. It's lost. We're back with the vloggers. Um, Sophie is like giving her last will and testament or some shit, uh, to the camera as she's walking up to the house. Um, this goes on for like 35 seconds. Do it, Blair Witch, again. You literally yep. did this, though. They are, they are verbatim um, ripping off like that very infamous scene of but where they, it's like half of the lady's face. But they did it and before. And she's like crying. They did oh, it yeah, before they're... with Audrey. Like, why are they doing it twice? <laughs> like, you already. Did you forget you did that? Whatever. They were like, we didn't really feel like it landed with Audrey because of the weird fucked up fake British accent. So we're going to have an actual younger person that's closer to the age of the person in the Blair Witch do it mm -hmm. without the British accent this time. Um, <laughs> it wasn't blatant <laughs> enough. It was like super blatant. But we were like, what if more? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what if we did it again? Then would it be anything? Um and then Milo is like upset and he's like, we're lost. The guy who navigates got murdered. Um, and then Sophie's like, the house is right in front of us. Um, and then Sophie takes off running towards it like a cat that has been caught chewing on plastic. Um, it is very funny. And he's like, Sophie, no. And she just takes off running. Um, <laughs> uh, for some reason, I, I mean, like, even if I was like determined to help strangers who were in peril, I don't know that I'd haul ass towards a ghost murder house with like no plan uh or discuss it with my fellow person who's with me um but sophie thinks she's got it so she hauls ass towards the house um audrey somehow makes it to lady gaga's fuck basement outside i don't know how she got there but she did and so did lee she just teleported there um as is expected at this point and lee Lee, like Audrey's climbing down the ladder and Lee like steps on her shirt or something. <laughs> and this is enough to make make Audrey be like, well, I got to stop. I don't want to rip my dress. Yeah. Like, it, it truly was like the ultimate. Just let go. Like, just let go. Let the shirt rip. Who gives a fuck? Like, fall down a little bit under your own power, under control and like try to stick the landing and get the fuck out of there. And what does she do instead? Oh, my dress has been stepped on. Oh, Lee, have you silly goose? <laughs> and then Lee hits her in the shoulder with a hatchet. And go, and then she just, like, yells, falls down, hits her head on a ladder, and then, like, lands, like, you know, seven feet below or so. And then Lee just closes the, the hatch and walks away. And I'm like, that is not lethal. <laughs> that is excruciatingly not lethal. Like, that is, you, look. Getting cut in the shoulder would blow. It would be a really fucking bad time. Falling off a ladder and getting concussed. Also a pretty bad time. You could definitely live through both. And I feel like if you're like the new butcher, you got to make sure your first couple are like confirmed. Yeah. Right? yeah. Before you get into a rhythm with it. Yeah. And no, she's just like, all right, take it easy. <laughs> hey, Thomason did poison apples and cleaving. Thomason wasn't fucking around. She right. did. She went in for the double tap. She made sure there was no question. Jack of all trades, and yeah, you know, master of them too. She was good at everything. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thomason, for what it's worth, pretty good at her job. Mm -hmm. Um, she's got this butchering thing down solid. Um, I don't know why we needed a new butcher, but now that's Lee, I guess. Um. Also, hey, Dylan survived, I guess, um, just long enough for the butcher to drag him out of the woods so that Sophie and Milo can see him get uh, cricketed um, in front of them. Uh, so this is another reoccurring plot point that um, is like a little confusing because like it's a, non it's a nondescript amount of blood they need 
to keep the ground cons- consecrated. I assume Bog Witch doesn't have like I don't know um, <laughs> a deadline or a specific amount that she needs. Like one is probably enough, but they go ahead and sacrifice everybody they find. Um, like they drug, they being the ghosts, drug Dylan, who was bleeding out or in the woods somewhere, to the house so that they could cricket him. Um, I guess for the blood sacrifice thing. I don't know. But then Lee instant transmissions behind Sophie and Milo and the camera cuts. Um, get ready. We're 32 minutes into this episode, and now we're going to get a title card that should have been zero seconds into the episode. Um, it is truly a title card that has no reason to not have been at the start of the episode mm. and should have uh-huh. been at the start of the episode. Yeah, if anything, it is like gross negligence that it was not at the start of the episode. It is the equivalent (laughs) of like showing a snuff film and then being like, trigger warning. That was graphic. Um, (laughs) So basically, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll read you the title card. It says, um, what you are about to see was recovered from an iCloud account registered to Todd Allen Connors. It is presented in its raw form. The images are graphic, violent, and deeply disturbing. Sensitive viewers should refrain from watching. So... It should be assumed at this point that all of the other uh, video we've seen from the teens is also from this same iCloud account, which means um, we could have probably used that warning 32 minutes ago. That's that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know why they're giving it to us because right now. Because they don't think much of us. No, and, and I'm totally serious about that. That's like <laughs> one of those things where people go, hey, if the next thing happens, how would we get the footage? And they're like, you're right, we got to explain that. But like... You know, it would take too much thought and, like, faith in your viewers to have other people be able to go, like, because it said that in the beginning about the iCloud thing. Oh, no, they're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. put it here. Or they're just really that lazy, where it's like, you, you can just drag it to the front, like, in whatever audio uh, video editing thing. It's like, nah, just do it now. It's fine. Either way. Yeah, that's the thing. But that's Ambrose, who played the butcher's son. Uh-huh. Oh. Man, I'm going to miss that guy. I'm going to miss that guy. You know, uh, I get it. <laughs> so they, they give us that title card at 32 minutes and then it cuts to the air quotes footage which again is just more of the same footage we've been watching this whole time um yeah which is sophie and milo are now going to get sacrificed butcher style um <laughs> they don't get cricketed they get impaled via butthole and set on fire um sucks to suck i guess uh I don't know how the butcher decides how each person has to die. It feels kind of fucked up that they had to get impaled via butthole and set on fire. Yeah, I would just be like, hey, like if she like pulled out some steaks, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can I just get the next slice, lady? Like, look. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really want to get the the full, the you full know, button burn experience. Can I just get my neck cut? I got places Let's to just be. skip. <laughs> I need the check right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like so i have a note here that's like how did the crew get this footage don't worry the next scene's gonna make it even more confusing because we're gonna find out how they got it um (laughs) my thing is in this scene um lee is where the butcher normally is and is doing the whole blood of my blood Mm -hmm. speech but in terrible lee form um so maybe it's Lee's fault these two got impaled via butthole. Way to go, Lee. Yeah, Again, you're really fucking this up for your first day. Uh, they die. It's irrelevant. They're dead. At least they're dead. Um, and then that's the end of that. And then it cuts to the next day, I assume, like the mm-hmm. morning time. Um, and we're watching via dash cam and police body cam, which, again, I don't feel like that would end up in a documentary. But, you know, whatever. We need a... Reason why this is being recorded now that all the recording people are dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say the purpose of a body cam is so that um, police can delete incriminating evidence. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all it is. They just have it there so they can say they have it and then delete anything that makes them look bad, which is why it makes no sense that it would be here. Yeah. Yep. Even if we were functioning under like the false pretense that it served a purpose, I don't think they just give it to a production crew for a funny little documentary. Yeah. Um, It's not something they would turn over, but these cops do. Hey, remember how the cops last night were like, we're not going to show up even though you're saying people are trying to murder you. You're probably doing a hee-hee prank. Well, what if I told you um, that a police officer walks up to Lee, who's on the ground outside crying, um, 
what if he walked up to her and was like, ma'am, hey, uh, we heard reports of a lynch mob on the internet. Um, are you good? Um, <laughs> hey, I have 500 questions at minimum. I'll keep it to, I'll keep it very brief, but I have 500 minimum questions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. One, uh, so were they streaming to twitch.tv? Um, who's watching this? Two, whoever's watching this that alerted the police, the police took more, like, took more action based on some rando who's watching an iCloud upload, like, religiously, I guess. That calling it a lynch mob. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. work. iCloud, you don't, like, watch it like a stream. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy's just refreshing his link to this one guy's iCloud, I guess, that he has access to. Um, three... What the fuck do you mean a lynch mob on the internet? Where are you getting a lynch mob out of this? What part of this look like a lynch mob? Um, I guess the people <laughs> walking up with the like pitchforks and torches and stuff. But like also <laughs> they know what that is. Uh-huh. Like they they've also are aware of the documentary. So they know that's what the ghosts do. They wouldn't be like, oh, a lynch mob. They'd be like, oh, uh, heard there was some fucking pilgrims i guess (laughs) yeah you know who else knows what that's about the police who said that it's probably a prank Mm -hmm. but lo and behold they decided that some rando on the internet who was watching an iCloud recording uh, alive i guess um had more credibility than the two kids who were about to be murdered um so they showed up for that um whatever p.s audrey's alive who would have thunk um (laughs) She's crawling out of Lady Gaga's fuckhole. Um, and the cops are like, oh, no, a lady. That's quite, uh, the, and they have, like, <laughs> that's quite the quote. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they like And um, Audrey sees Lee, uh, you know, and sees her being, like, helped up by the cops and stuff. And Audrey, unfortunately, has been in America for too long. And um, the dark desire that all Americans hold to grab a cop's gun takes over and she cannot resist it anymore. She didn't grow up being told, never grab a cop's gun, no matter how bad you want to. So (laughs) she grabs a cop's gun um, and attempts to shoot Lee and um, does get lit up by every cop on the scene because you cannot under any circumstances grab a cop's gun. In case you were wondering how Audrey survives and then doesn't, um, that's it. She grabs a gun, uh, the cop's gun, uh, and gets fucking hosed immediately, which, for what it's worth, pretty accurate response from the police in the show. Yeah. Also, like, she's been a shrinking violet this whole time. She would be, like, delirious from blood loss and probably light, like, a light concussion. Um, she got... A hatchet to the shoulder, um, which would probably make lifting anything a a trial um, of any form. And um, yeah, no, apparently the bloodlust took hold of <laughs> of Audrey. It once again, Sarah Paulson has been Jokerified in a single off screen session that we did not see. <laughs> what a good episode! What a good um, show. So. <laughs> Oh, by the way, in case like not that any of this makes sense, in case it's like not clear, um, Lee is acting like or was act because she started like wa- Lee started like approaching Audrey. Um, Lee appears to not know that she was doing butcher crimes or is at least pretending to not know because when the cop is like, hey, lady, we heard there was a lynch mob. Are you good? Um, someone killed some kids. She starts like wailing and like lamenting for some reason. That so she either knows she did it and like didn't have any control over it, or like doesn't know she did it. Well, good um, news for her. There's footage everywhere. So yeah, luckily for us, wink, wink, nod, nod. We have that guy who called in the uh, the footage to the police, um, who definitely saw in the air quotes lynch mob. That that lady that they're talking to did the crime, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's going to get resolved, right? I guess we have to tune into the finale to find out. You mean the finale where, like, every major character is, like, actually dead? But there's there's still another episode left somehow? 
Yeah, wait. Is it just Lee? Do you want it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll just say, yeah, it is. I mean, as far as, as far we, we know, know yeah, right? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say that. As far as we know, yes. Yeah. Um. So what if I don't care about Lee? <laughs> I got <laughs> what, some bad uh, fucking news. Dri- from the future says yeah, you're in trouble. What, what drives me? <laughs> yeah, what drives me, someone who doesn't give a shit about Lee, to watch episode 10? Um. Yeah, wow. I guess the fact that I'm nine episodes that's deep, exact, that's you what got drives it. me to watch you episode 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's about it. <laughs> I didn't get this marketing degree for nothing, says the guy who wrote episode 10 of American Horror Story. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Well, do you have any predictions yeah. since the last episode is the next one? Oh, God. Um... Slow Beef and I can't make predictions because we know what happens. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say Lee gets out. Um, Lee (laughs) is unaware of her butcher crimes and eventually uh, starts doing more butcher crimes, uh, I guess. Um, (laughs) Sorry. uh, Also, Kathy Bates uh, shows up again and is uh, having a nice time. (laughs) And actually, that was all a dream. And Kathy Bates is good. And she's just a nice old lady again. (laughs) The good end. Yeah. Um, No, I I like legitimately have no fucking clue um, because this show uh, sucks and there's like no characters left. And they kept the maybe the character that I am the least interested in resolving their plot lines is the one they kept. alive. I would legit have preferred (laughs) if Sydney made it, you know? Yeah. Or Diana. Literally anybody, actually. Monet. Monet was at least fun. Like her drinking thing was stupid, but like other than that, she was she had a good time, you know? Like her doing a little fist pump. That was great. I loved that. <laughs> Matt, another character that yeah, like again, truly, every character that was interesting is now gone and we're left with with Lee. Cool. Well, till next time, folks. <sighs> <laughs> That this show sucks so.